This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. We need you to get back to your home. No homes. one's going anywhere. This show needs an audience. Out of my way, munchkin. I'm a dwarf. That's even worse. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast where we have better things to do than gossip about boys. Absolutely. We talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good, but I'd rather talk about boys. Okay. Uh, aren't they cute? They're so cute. They are, with their hair and their butts and things like that. <laughs> now we're going to move on. <laughs> yes. But it yeah. just went from funny to weird. Now it's just awkward. No, awkward. No, no, but we're back for another week and a pretty pretty revealing week too overall i thought i mean i know we'll get to this but it was so good yeah it was even good the second time i watched it at one and a half speed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. though it made the funeral scene bearable (laughs) see i actually ended up uh if if we've not mentioned it on the show before a lot of times me and well amory's just started but i i've always watched them at like one and a half times speed when i watch it the second time to take notes for the show amory's just started it but it's kind of funny sometimes especially like uh when they have voices with like higher pitch or characters with higher pitch voices or something it's entertaining it is it is you should try it sometime Mm -hmm, for sure uh but uh Something else you should try sometime is like next Saturday. Yeah, uh, next Saturday. Well, this, this Saturday, Saturday, the twelfth, April the twelfth. People, the twelfth, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be doing the first, our first live episode, which is scary and fun, extremely scary. And we hope we hope we're not just sitting there alone, which is why we need you to let us know that you're coming. We need okay. you now. Now you know we're we're doing this hangout under. It's going to be a Google Hangout uh, live. I, we're doing it under the auspices of talking about the uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland series as a whole. But that's just going to be the first half, and we're going to have a, a lot of people you're familiar with if you listen to this show. A lot of uh, the people who write in or call in, and I believe uh, Daniel from Once Podcast yes. is going to make an appearance too. Uh, but. Uh, where was I going with that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But the first half is going to be once and the second no, half. No, the first half is going to be Wonderland. Yeah, once Wonderland. And uh, you, it's like it's like uh, I'm not even planning this event, although I totally am. Basically. <laughs> I'm just showing up. No, I might brush my hair. Please do. Uh, <laughs> but in the second half, uh, we're going to be doing just a, a, a broad-reaching Q&A, what, anything you want to ask us about the show, about ourselves, about Apparently podcasting. Apparently, it's our own version of a Reddit AMA. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> but uh, to get all the information and uh, sign up in several di- – oh, also, we're going to be bringing a lot of you on. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, you're making an appearance. By so the you way. You should brush your you, hair, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but if you go to bit.ly slash 
slash Wonderland Hangout, or, or just go to greetingsfromstorybrook.com, and uh, there's an announcement right on the front page. Uh, there's a sign-up form uh, if you want to try and appear on the air. Uh, we need your uh, either your Google uh, Plus account. Or your Skype. Or your Skype. And uh, we're, what we're going to do is I think – And then we're going to harass you all the time and we'll be like, look, it's 2 in the morning. Let's Skype. Whoa. Let's Skype chat. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there was just a sound effect. Um, but no, I, we're going to – yeah, we'll need your Google Plus or Skype. And we're going to bring in probably four or five people is like our core group of people for the main discussion. And then we're going to Skype people in because uh, I think it will be easier in the moment to just Skype call you than it will be to bring you into the Google Hangout and troubleshoot cameras and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, you know, I think we have – we have 13 people uh, who've signed up to be on right now. Uh, but we want you guys to be involved too. And really, we're willing to go two or three hours on this and split it's it Saturday. up. Saturday, why not? Yeah, and split it up into a couple different episodes. So if you're at all inclined to talk with us, because we'd love to talk to you, mm-hmm. bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout, there is a Google uh, Doc uh, link there where you can sign up to be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there is a Google Plus uh, event link uh, that w- where you can RSV. And if you click on the video, you can also go ahead and start asking us questions. And Have we que- gotten any? Uh, we've got a few, yeah. Ooh. And they'll queue up there. And then, you know, as people shuffle in and stuff, they can actually go through and vote on them. So the most popular questions will will oh, be able fantastic. to ask first. So, yeah, uh, just go to bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout for all of the information and uh, to sign up to be on or just be around because we want to see you. We do want to see you. All right. It would be really cool. It would be neat. It'll be neato. Gee willikers. Okay. So I guess we should start talking about this week's episode. Anne-Marie, do you want to go into our summary? Sure. A twista, a twista. Selena and Oz. Her powers give her new parents some pause. The wizard is waiting with her silver slippers. Her leaves. Wait, she leaves to find Rumble, who's suddenly chipper. In Storybrooke now, she's baiting Regina. Main Street at sundown, her chosen arena. Her sister's heart is what she is after. The absence of which sounds Regina's laughter. She's changing the past. At least that's what we glean in this week's new episode. It's not easy being green. See, I think you put about 10% too much into the a twister, a twister I imitation, know. and it, it just kind of threw you off there. It really <laughs> did. It. it really did. But you know what? I stuck with it. I yeah, committed. You did. You did. I, commit. I made a choice mm-hmm. and I failed at it, but you know, I tried. Yeah, it was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. At least you learned. Yeah. So, what did you think of the episode this week? I loved it. Though I wanted ruby red slippers instead of silver slippers. Well, you know, I think uh, there's some legalities. Uh, there. What is it, MGM Something or whoever like produced that. the original movie? They own the ruby slippers, and that's how it was in the book. Actually, that's one thing, and they, I think I might address this later. But one thing I really noticed about it was how much this was very definitively based on the books mm-hmm. ver- versus uh, even pulling in subtle references to the movies. Really, but I thought it was pretty interesting. And yeah, and I liked it too. You uh, liked it too. I did. Good. I did. So I guess we should uh, talk about Let's do some, it. Let's do it. Some of the stuff that was pulled from the books, except not really. Uh, and the, some of the stuff pulled we, from the episode. We finally met the wizard. I loved it. I know he was good. I, I, I lo- know everybody had some very strong mm-hmm. feelings about this. Yeah, but I really I thought it made so much sense. Well, uh, in obviously you've probably watched the episode if you're listening to this, but it was revealed as Walsh, uh, Emma's the monkey, 
Yeah, Walsh the monkey. Uh, Emma's, but he wasn't a monkey. Emma's monkey fiance from the, from the season premiere. She never said yes. She never she never did say yes, but it, she was going to tentative fiance. If Hook hadn't shown up, uh, <laughs> no, no, but he was, it, it was really good. I really liked uh, kind of like the stylistic uh, look to him behind mm-hmm. the curtain. You know, like the the uh, sort of just silhouette where he looked like an old carnival barker or something. It actually, and this is huge compliments on you. And I don't do that very often. <laughs> um, it looked a lot like one of your characters. Oh, like Andrus from... I was thinking Andrus um, <laughs> from Dog Boy, because what has happened to my life? Um, <laughs> but I was actually thinking one of your older characters. One of my older characters. Yeah. I, the name, of course, escapes me, but from one of your earlier... Uh, Earlier things. Early days. Then no one who's listening will know about it. Not at all. Exactly. Yeah, like way back, but (laughs) Andrus works too. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like... Oh, do you mean like one of my theater characters? No, no. I mean early um, freelancing days. Oh, okay. Um, Like the videos and stuff that you always did. Oh, okay, okay. (gasps) Oh, the... Pinocho. Oh, pa- oh, the Pinocho he reminded video. Reminded me of Pinocho. I, video I did. I did a, a Spanish language. I think he should put this in the show notes because everyone needs to see Pinocho. I, I'm not going to put it Google in the it. show notes. You can probably find Google it, it if you look around. But I did an animated music video based on the, I, I believe, the Mexican traditional version of Pinocchio. But Pinocho, uh, that's that's what Pinocho. she's referencing. Sorry. Yeah, but it was really good. And uh, I thought the the reveal was really good. The reveal was awesome. Uh, just because Selena was he, he had had enough of it, and she was just like, "Yeah, curtain goes down." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and I also really liked that um, she got the idea for the monkey from the from the, him. The, yeah, the circus thing he had up on the wall mm-hmm. uh, from I guess he brought from Kansas. I would assume. Uh, but I, I I think just in general, like the look of Oz, which obviously is. A big part, you know, the visual effects team and everything. It's beautiful. But even just the general look of the episode, like the the last shot of Emma throwing the dirt in on the coffin mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Marvi- Mario Van Peebles, who has done like a billion things and he directs a lot of TV now, too. He was the director for this episode. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell you have like a top tier uh, director working on it. So that that was really cool. One thing I'm listening. I was wondering about yeah. was he says he's from Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. How'd he get there? Well, I'm assuming, you know, a twista, a twista. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm wondering if it's going to be real world Kansas or if it's going to be black and white world Kansas. Like, oh. you, you know, this definitely threw out the theories of whale is Oz and all that kind of stuff. But I, th- I think black and white or, you know, Wizard of Oz being tied into black and white world is still totally possible. Although I don't think we're going to get a Dorothy. What a dwell. Well, when we talk about the witch in a little bit, I, I have I have some ideas on that. I, I'd like to share. But okay. yeah, overall, really like the wizard. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add on uh, the Sorry, wizard, the monkey wizard, the monkey wizard? Um, I want to know what else was in his collection. That's what I want to know. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of very interesting right. items in there. Right, and also, how did he? I mean, he doesn't have magic. He admits he doesn't have magic. How did mm-hmm. he do all his magic? Well, it's probably like that one red paperclip guy uh, oh, the, on yeah. Craigslist where he's he I don't know he stole some magical doodad from somebody and just traded up and traded up until he was the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how the actual documentary ended too. He became Did it? yeah the red paperclip guy. You know he traded the red paperclip on C- Craigslist list and kept trading up until he was the Wizard of Oz. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. You want to you want to know. Based on a, a, an actual true story. An actual true story. <laughs> okay. So 
Rumple crying in his cage during Bay's funeral. Oh, yeah. That was heartbreaking. That was very, very That rough. was heartbreaking because, you know, really, she can only control his physical movements. She's not controlling his emotional movements. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved that, you know, she tried to burn him and be like, was it worth it? You did all this. Da, 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 da. And he's like, it was worth every bit. He was family. Mm-hmm. Something you know nothing about. Yeah, at least That was he, fantastic. At least he got a, uh, he got few, a good job. few more weeks with them. I mean, moments at least. Well, yeah, moments over the course of a few weeks. Yeah. Ish. But it was, I mean, it was really, I I, I liked that it affected her. Mm-hmm. You, she, she was visibly shaken. Yeah. Unfortunately, probably motivated her more. So shaken that uh, she snapped into flashback, pretty much. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was a really bad snap. There we go. Um, but yeah, so I like that. No, I thought, I thought it was interesting. Sorry, all of his points were in first and they were a lot better and all encompassing. So mine are <laughs> no, pretty sad but this week. That's definitely worth talking about though, just because I like, he's just so defeated Yes, at, at, at this point. Like, it, it, but I mean, he still has the resolve to kind of stand up to her, but I mean. Well, and we, to try and save the people he loves, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't even know if I mentioned this later. I don't think it did. Where it was Belle mm-hmm. and just being like, go, just go. You can't come. Nope, nope, no, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, no, I love. And he's like, I will kill you. <laughs> just go. So. No, I, I, I thought it was interesting, though, that, uh, like, she was so, like, just trying to you know, rub it in and get under his skin. At first, I thought it seemed a little cruel even for her because she's kind of more playful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just downright mean. But then as soon as they snap into flashback and you see everything that went down between yeah. the two of them, which we'll talk about a little bit more later, yeah. uh, right. you can totally see where she's where coming all... from with. Yeah. It's, and I don't want to say this, but it's almost justified. Yeah, I mean, Rumpel... Rump- a percentage. Rumpel kind of burned her a little bit, you know? Oh, she got a little, like, psycho ex-girlfriend on him. She did. She did. Look, it's a meat pie! Which could be awkward, depending on certain... Oh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, but she was kind of uh, in those flashbacks, and I, I know we have something about this later, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, she was kind of like a proto-Belle. You know, making the meat pies and trying to take care of the castle while he was out yeah, killing but people. That was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she wasn't welcome there. Yeah, that's the that's the thing where, where Belle uh, was taken there against her will. Uh, she was there against, against his Rumpel's will. will. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, actually, I guess it wasn't against her will, but you know, against her wishes. Yeah, like or she her had hope. She, I'm sure she wasn't a little girl <laughs> dreaming to be taken to the Dark One's castle. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay, well, uh, let's see here. The Hook was played a pretty significant role in this episode. If it wasn't for him, Henry would have been there when the witch showed up at the diner. Well, that would have just been awkward, one. wouldn't it? But no, he kind of uh, – he approaches Emma and he's like, let me take Henry, take him away and, uh, you know, go tell him about his dad and stuff since I knew him. Right. And, you know, I'll keep it legit. I'll keep it – yo, this is the real world. Totally. There's no magic here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just have a hook for a hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, though, that they've kind of made Captain Hook in this version of the story. Uh, his, I mean, there's a lot of uh, different characters who have reoccurring character traits, like uh, Rumpel's sense of uh, self-preservation, for example. Mm-hmm. And Hook, it appears, the reoccurring theme in him is he's the protector of Lost Boys, as long as they aren't the actual Lost Boys. Uh, but Lost Boys, Lost Boys who are truly lost, who 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 have lost their family lost people even yeah yeah emma mm-hmm. that, and, and that's a, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's 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 the protector of the lost, which is a uh, pretty pretty cool. And uh, I I thought that also in that scene they had on mm-hmm. the river where you know they were talking and Henry was like, none of this adds up. You guys are the same. We're the same the age same or whatever. Age. Yeah. I I thought uh, what's his name? Jared Gilmore did a great job. Mm-hmm. Like he he's definitely stepped it up. And I, I I was reading some comments online. Some people were saying, yeah, maybe he stepped it up. Maybe the writing stepped it up because maybe Little you know. LMA, little up up until this season, they were writing for someone who was the age he was when he was cast in the role, uh, which I could definitely yeah. see. But I think I think you know, adding that kind yeah. of cynical New Yorker vibe on I think top, it works for top him. the character, yeah, definitely. But he needs to know the truth. Mm. I, I wonder though if he, he he'll keep that aspect of him if he ends up getting his memories back. He has to keep part of it. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, ha- I mean, you can't just remove that unless you curse it out of him. And I mean, we're seeing that with uh, with Emma, Emma too, right? Mm-hmm. Where you know, even though she has all her memory ba- memories back and everything, she's she still like, wants to go back to New York. Yeah, she was like, my life was better there. I just kind of want to make sure my family doesn't get killed by the Wicked Witch, and then I'm out. But uh, yeah, but I, I um, overall really like that scene. Right. Um, one other thing with that. Uh, why was Emma being so mean to Hook? She was being so super snarky. Did well, you notice that? It was it was going back and forth. I think. Probably because Hook's, like, base nature is to be a little playful and flirtatious. Right. And, you know, she just buried her the father of her son. Right. I know. So on, it just... And she's probably also a little... I, I would assume she's a little afraid, too, because she knows she has feelings for Hook. She knows he has feelings for her. And she also knows she wants to get the heck out of this lifestyle mm-hmm. as soon as she possibly can when she knows her family's safe. Which is never going to happen. And if she completely lets herself fall for hooker gives him the chance to woo her Mm -hmm. then uh, that's another thing keeping her where she doesn't want to be okay she's she's afraid of commitment there's no fear of commitment on this show (laughs) never um okay so tank thank -hmm. you for coming back and hopefully next week you're a bit more interesting and pivotal yeah well i mean she no it felt throwaway she was pivotal I felt throwaway. I well, I have a, I have a point on why she was so pivotal. Share with in a moment. Okay, well, uh, this leads right oh. to my next point. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, I didn't mm. have much left to write. <laughs> no, no, but that's fine. I it, basically, uh, I, I wanted to talk next about uh, Regina and Robin's uh, budding relationship, and the whether reason, they want to admit it or not. And the reason I think that uh, think was so pivotal. Um, is because she was trying to convince Regina to, you know, give love a chance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Regina was like very snarky and dismissive of her. But I think she really took the advice to heart. Like uh, she she was like, I'm not going to take your advice. But then in her follow- the following two interactions we see with mm-hmm. her and Robin, uh, she's totally opening herself up to him and trying to entrusting him with the letter the heart the heart i think she was already on that route she was but i think i think i think tink probably pushed her over the edge okay. with it i i think she was kind of like i know tink pushes me these... over the edge all the time no speaking um, speaking of what was robin hood doing at the funeral the neil's funeral because robin hood is now a main character and it was a reason to have I a guess. drink oh one th- one thing uh as long as we're also, talking about where were the um dwarfs the dwarfs? Yeah, they weren't. A- well, they they didn't really know Neil, did they? I don't understand why it matters with <laughs> all these people. They're all from fairy tale. Land. Yeah, but see, the thing is, Neil like disappeared. What a hundred years before uh, it, most of them were born, <laughs> or whatever. True. 
But I did notice in the funeral scene in the background, I'm pretty sure it was the Lost Boys that they saved yeah. from Neverland last season. Right. Because they all, obviously they all knew Neo when okay. he was a boy. So they're still kicking around, Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Um, where are the darlings? The darling. Well, didn't they? No. They got off the boat, and that's the last we've seen of them. No yeah. statement of where they were going. I see. I thought that. I thought they said they were going back to England. I'm pretty sure they did. I could be wrong, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure they did. How are they going to get that girl a passport? Um, I don't know. Just saying. Hey, how are they going to adopt a baby? <laughs> I still want to know that. Being from Victorian England, they, they the Home Office has ways, Anne Marie. The Home Office doesn't. Peter Pan never fails. I'm still I'm still expecting him to pop up. Maybe he's Zelina's father. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Which would be just all kinds of That makes sense, but not so like much. Like a Gordian knot of family tree kind right. of thing. Uh but yeah, I also thought it thought it was uh, really cool that uh Regina decided to hide her heart with Robin and I like that. and give the heart to Robin because no one uh, no one outside of her and Robin really know what's going on there. Like, no one walked in on them while they were scouting the witch's house or, you mm-hmm. know, anything like that. So that's probably the biggest secret. That's probably the biggest advantage Regina has right now. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of like, he has my heart, literally. You could say it's getting serious. Wow. It was not that cartoony. Yes, it was. No. Yes, I, well, I, was, I was doing like a, like a high school girl talking to her girlfriends about the boy. I'm going to need you not to be a girl. I thought we were gossiping about boys on this episode, okay? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sorry if I came here under false pretenses. I'll, I'll go now and I'll grab my copy of Us Weekly. And go I'll, sit in your corner of the cafeteria now. I'll, I'll go watch my Sweet 16. <laughs> they haven't made that in so long. Yeah, I know. Also, I know. the fact that I know that is really bad. Um, you know, and completely unrelated to any topic whatsoever, I read, I heard the other day that there was a study done and uh, that, oh, what was it, 16 and pregnant uh-huh. on MTV? It actually lowered yeah. teen pregnancy rates, which I thought was kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, that's common knowledge. Yeah, and that's also completely unrelated completely to what we're talking unrelated. about. So We've had and- no teen pregnancies on this show, except maybe Cora, because we don't really know what's going on with that situation. Yeah, but you can go ahead and move yeah. on to your next Okay, part. my point is not really – it's more of an observation. And it's very small, matching red and green leather gloves. Regina had red leather gloves. Mm-hmm. The Wicked Witch had green leather gloves. And you you could also see in the background there was a stoplight – or there was a, a red stoplight over Regina and a green stoplight over uh, – Yeah, they're having fun with that. The Wicked Witch. The Wicked Witch, Zelina. The Wicked, wicked um, Witch. I had a second. Which, that, 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 whole, that whole fight. Scene that whole just... fight. Well, it was like 90% smack talk. And yeah. then she okay, gets thrown I through a cloth. I love that Regina literally punched her. Mm-hmm. She was like, and side hook. Yeah, there's not enough punching between magic characters. There really in, isn't in, in, in any fiction. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they all they always go straight to the magic instead of you know just you know mm-hmm. sucker punch. You Though know? I will say, I've been wanting to do that all day. Was horrible and not necessary <laughs> because really, Zelina could have been like, really, because I got you on like 35 years. <laughs> I also thought it was kind of weird in that scene that uh. We, well, uh, Charming and Tank were tasked with keeping the street mm-hmm. clear and keeping everyone away from there. And we and we cut to them earlier in the day, and they're working on that mission and keeping it pretty well clear. And then we don't hear anything else from them until right before the fight, and everybody in Storybrooke is there. What would you do? I'd yeah. be at the fight. Most likely. Also, an audience was required. This is true. This um, is true. Basically, I'd be more scared not to be there. Mm-hmm. Because who knows what she would do. 
Yeah, call call a dwarf a munchkin, I guess. But Hi, Miata. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but also uh, in in this episode, we got the we got the full fleshed out Wicked Witch uh, origin. story. I know the quick and dirty sco- story. Yeah, which I I mean made her a much more identifiable character. I mean, mm-hmm. not likable. Not I I would do the same thing. But you can see where she was coming from. With a lot <laughs> I of it. Do the same thing. But- yeah, I might do the same thing. Oh, okay. Maybe. Note to help keep the silver slippers away. <laughs> okay, but I, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that at that moment when she was going to see the wizard, mm-hmm. she sorry, could, sorry, 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 she could have gone full, uh, you know, good like a Glenda, for example, or she could have gone full evil like she did, and it was all up to. What what the witch wizard gave her when she got there? I disagree. Well, okay, let me finish my point. Okay, but I think I think the thing is is because the wi- I, I I think it was kind of like you know karmatic return because the wizard was selfishly wanting to get something of Rumples and using her to do it. It, it kind of tainted the whole thing from the get go. Not to mention the fact the the facts of the mission that she was going to uh, look for Rumplestiltskin and Cora and all sorts of evil folk. Uh, but I, I, I think she, she had the potential to use her great power for good or evil, and the wizard sending her down the path to Rumpel pushed her towards evil. And so he shouldn't blame her for turning him into a monkey. You always blame the person who turns you into a monkey. Um, but he even warned her to be careful of jealousy and not to act on that. And da, 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 da. He, sent, he gave her warnings. Mm-hmm. He told her she chose to ignore them but- because she was playing dress up. And slamming perfumes. Yeah, he he warned her and everything, but at the same time, he he let her go. And I, I think it's pretty apparent, pretty much unattended. He wasn't keeping an eye out on her or anything because he he was caught pretty much unawares when she showed back up, and he had he didn't know what had happened or anything like oh, that. Oh, why would he really? I mean, how's he? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Seeing if she was getting his item that he needed. Nah, he's got other items. But I. I you know, that it, write us in, write into us. Uh, let let us know what you think. I think she could have gone either way if that that I mean, moment. Obviously, she could have gone either way. And I but... think the wizard sent her down the wrong path, personally. Yeah, I uh, disagree. But I, I I also thought that it was it, it was kind of ironic and uh, don't you think kind kind of like an O Henry kind of thing that she had the she had the means to take Rumple to a land without magic without cursing an entire land and uh he 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 was just so concerned with well, she, sticking he, with the plan that he, that he he didn't no what do you mean she said no i'm not letting you use these now because you still No i'm saying i'm saying that if he hadn't rejected her oh well yeah yeah if he hadn't rejected her then uh she would have obviously helped him if she had known that's what he wanted to do right but uh because he was so concentrated on i have the right plan here i'm gonna take decades to act it out i he 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 didn't even notice that he had the answer in front of him the whole time that caused no one pain right (laughs) the the pain causing the two of them pain yeah yeah exactly if again if it wasn't for rumple's actions babe would still be alive <sighs> and uh, maybe maybe Henry wouldn't be around at all, actually. True. Because uh, maybe he would have got to Bay before he met Emma and all that stuff. Timeline. Timeline. Uh, but I, I did think it was interesting, if nothing else, that this tied up the loose end, that we've got a, a few different mentions of Rumpel looking for the shoes. This is why he knows that uh... the shoes exist. 
and this is why he's trying to find them as like an alternate plan. Okay. And I, I know the episode with uh, with Victor in Black and White Land, mm-hmm. and they try and revive Regina's stable boy guy, and all that stuff. Which is it was the character name, stable stable boy, boy guy. guy, right? Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, the courage, the heart, these are ingredients. The brain. We don't have the brain yet. Yes, we do. Rumple. Uh, kind of. Well, they don't know that in this scene because mm. Regina's like, these are ingredients. But she doesn't say what they're ingredients too. So she knows what spell she's after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they have a basic awareness of the Oz story too. So that probably helped. Yeah. I mean, it sure it does. But she even – but it felt like she knew exactly what it was for because mm-hmm. she was suspicious from courage. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think we ever we ever see see them talking about it again. Really, and they, I mean, even there wasn't much that time. that other scene with she had right after with Rob, and they were just more talking about the heart and keeping that safe and all that. Right, I'm just but, saying uh, that they bring it up, and but that I like that she was like, when I'm done, or what I'm casting isn't a curse; it's a second chance. <laughs> when I'm done, you'll have never been born. Yeah, and. Uh, that was the only uh, – if you guys haven't been pay- keeping up with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, spoilers, uh, just skip ahead 30 oh, seconds. But th- yeah. that was also the only rule of magic we didn't see broken in the series finale for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland was changing the past. Hmm. But uh, if nothing else, that series finale showed us that – Magic can be broken. Yeah, magic can be – the rules of magic can be broken. They're a bit more fluid than initially thought uh, because you know they're rules right uh but rules it, are made to be broken. not so much um but but uh it could be interesting i wonder what a world because her, her basic plan is to go back and keep regina from being born right, right. so I, I wonder what a world without regina would look like Ugh. because it wouldn't be a world without cora or a world without rumple it would just be a world without regina so obviously uh zelina their names rhyme. Um, Zelina would probably. Uh, I didn't even notice. That. Yeah, I didn't even notice that until just now. Zelina Regina, but <clears throat> Corden Nate. Yeah, this Cora is true. Zelina Regina. Yeah, but what would a world without Regina look like? Do you think? I feel like it'd be very peaceful. Uh, possibly. A little bit more. Well, do you think if if Zelina had been able to cast the curse for Rumple, that things might have gone a little smoother? No. Well, I obviously because Rumple would have died, as we saw in the kind of catch twenty two there in the mm-hmm. the scene. But maybe she wouldn't have fallen for him the same way or become enamored with him if she that scene wouldn't have ever happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting, <laughs> and I kind of I I don't want to get too spoilery, but I've seen some pictures from the season from finale. How'd you what? I uh, j- just some random pictures. You didn't share uh, those with me. I'll fill you in later. Okay. Because uh, I don't. They're pretty big spoilers. I uh, but I just uh, I I kind of wonder if she might succeed, <laughs> um, based on some of the pictures I've seen and what that will do to the show. You know, interesting. Because I mean, maybe Emma would have never come to Storybrooke, the real world, in the first place. Oh. You know, maybe she, she wouldn't have needed to. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, but also maybe Charming and Snow might have never won the kingdom. You know, maybe Zelina would have married Snow's dad and oh. and you know just taken over and would have lost because as Zelina is say she, what you will about Regina, I still love Regina. Zelina's better. She's way better. 
she's a better witch. Yeah. 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 The only thing Zelina has or uh, Regina has going for her is the fact that she's been dealing with like Snow White and Prince Charming for so long that she's gotten really good at outthinking her opponent. Where the Wicked Witch, I I would have to assume, has met with little friction throughout her entire crusade. Right. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> one thing actually. I wanted to mention about the Wicked Witch too is I think I think they I don't think they're going to have a Dorothy in this story at all Wah. because I think Selena is basically Dorothy. She comes to Oz in a cyclone. Mm-hmm. She's raised by people who aren't her parents. Uh-huh. She goes to see the wizard. <laughs> she lives in a farmhouse. <laughs> so I think they're doing you know the combo character and they're doing Dorothy <laughs> and the Wicked Witch. In the same character, you did, are you done a uh, humming copyrighted music over there? <laughs> because 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 of the one of the things it <laughs> Okay, okay, that's the last time we're gonna do that. No, I, at least for this five minutes or so. But what do you think uh, no, about I that like theory? It. I actually like that theory. I like that theory. Really, you get on my case and then you just spray stuff in your mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, but I, it, it does make me wonder, though, if there might be some tie. Maybe uh, she takes Walsh back to Kansas for something and maybe that'll tie well, in Well, we have an episode entitled Kansas coming up. We do. We do. So I, I, I will get to see Kansas, whether it's real Kansas or black and white Kansas, one way or the other. Soonly, mm-hmm. I, uh, well, not too soonly. Uh, getting back to that, uh, the Wicked West show, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, pretty horrible. Especially because they use that line in every promo oh all my week, gosh. and then they just let like when she said it, it was it, like nothing. They let well, they let it sit there for a minute though, which just kind of overemphasized it, which made it a problem too, yep. a little bit. Yeah, we don't get Kansas till May. <clears throat> till May. Mm-mm. What episode number is it? Twenty. Twenty. It's right before the two-hour finale. Okay. So it's two or three episodes away. We'll get Kansas. Yeah. Next is Jolly Roger. Then mm-hmm. Bleeding Through, which is Jane's episode. Uh-huh. Then A Curious Thing. <clears throat> curious. Curiouser uh, and Curiouser. And that's Adam and Eddie. Uh, then Kansas. Then Snowdrifts. Then There's No Place Like Home. 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 Okay. So back to the fight. The Wicked West fight. Uh... Emma gets all up in the Wicked Witch's fa- face. I'm the savior. Stand down. And look at you Boom. all of a sudden wanting to throw out that you're the savior to people. Yeah. Yeah. One, you've been running away from that title forever. Two, you really don't have much experience. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Like you've used magic like half a dozen times. Maybe. But she's used some pretty major magic. She, she just split two people in. She has, but a lot of the time she needs a booster from Regina or Rumple to. That last one was all her, though. Yeah, yeah, but it was fueled emotionally. <laughs> well, that was just a, a, a that was just ripping you know, two split, people apart. Yeah, splitting two people apart. That spells really easy. I've done it a million times. Have <laughs> you? I know, but I I think uh, I, I thought I thought it was good that Emma got kind of put in her place, and I kind of envision a Rocky training montage with her and Regina next episode, where Regina teaches her. Well, I think how to the really magic say something like that. I, I I think the preview did, or one one of the press something releases, or something somewhere did, mentioned, kind of indicated that she would be working working on her magic. But I I, I definitely think Regina's going to be the one teaching her. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, who else the, is going to teach her? 
Other than Blue, who's yet to make an appearance? Blue, Tink. I mean, I mean there are several magical characters in Tink Storybrooke. Tink just earned her own magic back. But, I mean, there are several ma- magical characters in Storybrooke besides Regina. She's just the biggest and baddest. Big bad witch. I know that's Selena. Yeah, and it's wicked. Yes. I'm not evil. I'm wicked. Wicked, wicked, wicked. If, if there was a magic juice drinking game where you drank every time they said wicked in this episode, you we, wouldn't have survived the episode. No, probably not. Definitely. Um, so moving right along to my last little fluffy point. I'm not here for your baby today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was creepy. And it, it, the people in the diner didn't seem terribly affected by it either. No. I'm like, okay, just because they're not, you know, cutting the baby out of the belly right now doesn't mm-hmm. mean she's not after the baby. Yeah. Because the baby's a, a birth and then there's, you know, the second chances is like a new birth. Yeah. And someone was asking me on Twitter, like, why, why I thought she might want the baby. And I, I can see it as like two basic reasons. One – the last time Snow and Charming had a baby, mm-hmm. it ended up being the savior for the curse. So maybe she's thinking, oh, this baby is also going to be the savior for mm-hmm. the curse. So maybe I should just take control of it before it, it, it can possibly stop me. Right. So that's one theory. And the other theory is that she needs – since it will be the product of a pure or true love – uh, that she'll need it as a vessel for the heart, the brain, and the oh. courage to change the rules of magic. Oh, gosh. Changing the rules of magic. Always changing the rules of magic. I like the rules of magic. Can't we just let it be? Maybe she should just go and find Jafar and uh, – <laughs> Rub his lamp? Yeah, more or less. More or less. But yeah, I, I, I am interested to see how the baby is going to factor in. I'm also inter- interested to see how – they're going to plot and shoot around the actual baby in uh, Jennifer Goodwin's belly. I, like I almost want to, I, I I almost want to say just because of the way the timing is and stuff, maybe like they shot the birth scene or like one of the last scenes having to do with their, after she was born, like last season during Neverland times. Because she wasn't showing then, really. No, she. she was by to. by the end, she was. By the time they made it back to Storybrooke, she definitely was. Um, I don't know because they're not done filming. This is true. They could just save that and pick it up on the day I, before the pr- finale or whatever. I yeah. H- has she publicly set a due date no, or anything like that? No. I've scoured. <clears throat> So if somebody has found it, mm-hmm. I have not. But I don't feel like we've if, gotten if a lot Jennifer of – If Jennifer Goodwin's OBGYN is out there, can you give us a call and give us some privileged <laughs> medical information, please? Yeah. It's for a podcast. Right, right. Because we are the source that's going to get that information. Because um, she's been fairly conservative mm-hmm. over the, as a person with the whole everything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think we're – and. Her like Twitter and her Facebook and stuff have just been a lot of Team Gigi, which mm-hmm. means not her. Yeah, um, and it's a lot of just retweeting. Mm-hmm. Very few behind the scenes pictures and all that. We're not going to know she's had this baby for a couple weeks after she's had the baby until the baby's playing Snow White Junior in the reboot of Once right. Upon a Time right. in 2036. <laughs> right. Um, I'm just saying that's when we'll find out. Right, but I'm just saying like I don't think the name's pub- Junior. Snow, Snow White Junior. Junior. Wow. Um, I don't even know. So, But no, what I'm saying is she could have even had the baby already because mm-hmm. um, I feel like it was an early spring due date 
because that's yeah. all the more they tell you because mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to give at least a season um, just for how you grow. And we know she's been quite, you know, pregnant mm-hmm. for a while. Sorry. I'm having carbonation. So, uh, let's ice. see here. Okay. So, so I, I guess we should go ahead and wrap up the discussion. Okay. Let's wrap up the discussion. It's and, gotten weird. Okay. So I, I need to come up with an arbitrary scale. Arbitrary scale. Okay. Okay. Out of 50,000 oh. Rumpelstiltskin meat pies. <laughs> How many Rumpelstiltskin meat pies do you give this episode? Well, out of 50,000. Out of 50,000. kind of ridiculous. You know, if that's hard for you, you can lop off a couple zeros. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to pretend it's five. Um, I can, <laughs> Just five? I can work with You're going to lop off all the zeros. I'm lopping off all the zeros because I think the power has gone to your brain. Um. But I, you know, for five meat pies, I'm going to give this 4.75 meat pies. 4.75. Uh, so We're just missing the top crust. So 47,500 <laughs> meat pies. Sure. Why? Because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I I love, love, loved Oz. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about that. Oh, yeah. Time. It looked beautiful. It the, Whoever created the Emerald City mm-hmm. did amazing job work and i mean i mean (laughs) you you know to be fair we didn't even get to see that much of it we got to see like a wide exterior shot Mm -hmm. but it it was just perfect right and even even the wizard's uh palace and everything was Uh great too but i let me ask you this okay ask me this did you have any complaints about the episode because I don't think I I don't think either of us there was, was no re- hater again really... for runner out was there? Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't have any complaints really. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about the whole shebang. I I would say I would say by far the best episode this season. Yeah, like uh, I know me personally, I've been enjoying the season, but I like I wasn't completely sold on the Wicked Witch. This episode sold the Wicked Witch. Yeah. This episode, you needed that backstory because at first mm-hmm. you're just like, who was the crazy lady with the magic? <laughs> That's what it felt like. Who was mm-hmm. the crazy lady who controls the flying monkeys? Yeah. Yeah. And why are we turning other – where are the rest of the monkeys? Where mm-hmm. are all of the monkeys hiding? Does she keep them in a cage? These are the things that I want to know. Where is little John? Where is little John? <gasps> Where's Bashful? Oh, poor bashful. Poor bashful. Okay, and uh, for me, as for me, out of on a scale of uh, fifty thousand Rumpelstiltskin meat pies, I'm going to give this episode forty nine thousand five hundred. Wow. Yeah. So almost a perfect score on this episode. Wow. The only reason I don't give it a perfect score mm-hmm. is because we still don't know who the daddy is. Uh, I do want to know. Who the daddy and I feel is. like that was a revelation that should have come this episode. Should have been maybe something the wizard knew. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, we find out later down the line the wizard found out who the mother was from some sort of nefarious means that didn't involve the father. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Oh. I kind of halfway think that Rumpel still could be the father. Still, it could be because I'm even this, with the blood magic thing, right? I'm, um, sorry, I'm trying to research when she's due. Um, mm-hmm. what? Why could it? Like, I want to know what point of her life Cora was at when she had Zelina, as to why Zelina couldn't make her royalty. Well, I think it it was right. Ar- I, I I the way I read it, <laughs> it, it was right around the time, like right before she met Rumpelstiltskin. You think it was before? Yeah, yeah, I think it was right before when she when she was like uh, 
But she well, had her heart. Right, be, right before – She had her heart. There's no way. What do you mean? Like they didn't show her heart in this episode. Cora, physically, heart, still in yeah, chest. Yeah, I'm saying they didn't show Cora's heart this episode. They didn't show it in her I'm chest or anything. Si- I didn't say anything of the mm-hmm. sort. I'm just saying the woman gave birth. Uh-huh. There's sort of a connection that typically happens there. The reason she never really – Even when you're a sociopath? Yes, even when you're a sociopath. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm just saying that's a a factor Mm -hmm. to me. I think it's after Rumpel. Well, yeah. I think think it's around the time of Rumpel. It's definitely the Rose McGowan Cora. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I think what the issue was is it was – it, 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 it was going to impede her ability to get married, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean I think the wizard blatantly says too. So I think it has to be either right before she met Rumpel or you know before their goodbye. Mm-hmm. I would almost have I, I would almost say, but then again, why do, why doesn't he know if it's before their goodbye? I guess it could be after, which almost leads more credence lends more credence to the fact that uh, Rumpel could be the daddy. Hmm. Plus, you know, the fact that she's super, super powerful. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy that the baby moving the tree, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that was kind of insane to me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I, I guess we'll continue on we and uh, we'll see how, how it goes next week. Um, yeah. So I guess now we'll move on to uh, – we should probably thank our sponsor, huh? Let's thank our sponsor, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, as most of you know, audible.com. Great service for audiobooks. You can get a, a membership, get an audiobook every month. It's automatic. It's they, automatic. They take it out of your bank account. It's automatic. And uh, what, what you can do, you can go, you can you can get a big, you know how you have your, your queue on Netflix where you have a bunch of movies lined up that you want to watch? Right. You can do the exact same thing on Audible. What you can do, you can just go there. You can browse through categories you like, you know, young adult uh, urban fantasy, young adult fantasy, young adult science fiction. You're really into the young adult books. Um, Should can, I be concerned? Possibly. Are you actually a young adult? I am. Mm. I am. I'm 12 years old. Mm, Uh, That's a tween. Not with my brain. Um, Anyway, yeah, you can go through, (laughs) you can browse, and you can just get a big old list of hundreds of books that you you want to read, a.k.a. listen to via audiobook. Mm -hmm. And then every month, uh, it'll just pluck one off the top of your list or let you pluck one from the middle of your list and then you have have an audiobook on your iPhone, your iPod, your Zoom, your Creative Zen player as as we always reference. I think uh Ford cars I have an audible app. Do they app, really? Even. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, like every everything, everything has an has, audible app. That's very true. And, and the nice thing is too is that they sync in between. I like you know that. the different devices. That's and, my favorite part. And if the book is listed uh, via the Amazon Kindle store, mm-hmm. you can even sync it. I, I think I believe it's called Whisper Sync, mm-hmm. where you can sync it between. Like if you want to, if sometimes it's easier to actually read Physically the read. ebook, and then you switch back to the uh, audio, it'll keep it synced between them, so you you don't lose your place. That's pretty good, right? That's fantastic, actually. And, and uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out this service. Uh, now, we always like to recommend a couple of books uh, for people. <laughs> the first one will be very surprising. Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely will. Uh, but we always like to uh, recommend a couple of books uh, for people Did to I check out. a weird noise? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I if thought... you heard a weird noise, uh, write us at greetingsfromstorybrooke.gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry, I heard a weird noise and I wasn't sure if it was me. Uh, but w- I- anyway, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, we like to give you a couple recommendations so you can, uh, you know, go and try it out. Uh, now, Amory, what's your pick this week? Oh, you got to switch it up since I said something. Okay, my pick is Wicked: The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. This is the first book of the Wicked series, series. that the musical was based on. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> And very appropriate. Very appropriate. And I figured, you know, since we got backstory, go for the first book, mm-hmm. do that type of shenanigans. Yeah, definitely. That's by Gregory McGuire. Gregory McGuire. McGuire right? And narrated by John McDonough. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I would like to recommend to you this week as is uh, one of our listeners, Victoria. She signed up for Audible and she uh, she actually wrote us on our Facebook today. Oh, that's And uh, we did an Audible ad on our Wonderland podcast on Saturday. And she said, when you talked about how easy it was to try try on the latest podcast, I decided to try it. And you were right. Very quick and simple. LOL. Uh, yeah, because Anne-Marie had signed up. She actually signed up for her own audible account last week and it's real quick and easy right it's really simple it's really yeah, simple but i uh, i asked victoria what books uh what book she had gotten and uh, she picked up i i believe it was the third book of uh a song of ice and fire uh basically the game of thrones series uh by george R. R. martin so that's uh my recommendation this week and uh we'd love uh for you to go and try and get a, f- a free audio book of your own to give the service a try give it a run there's no obligation you can cancel at any time uh, and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. If you want a second audiobook, <laughs> a second free audiobook. There it is. Um, if you want a second free audiobook, what you can do is if you go and you sign up for the trial at audibletrial.com slash storybrook and take a screenshot or forward us the confirmation email from uh, you getting your account set up, obviously obscure any personally identifying information, anything like that, that's fine. I will send you a free promo code for my book that just went up on Audible last week, Dog Boy, Danger on Liberty Pier. It's an urban... By Bill Meeks. Yes. It's an urban fantasy uh, superhero. <laughs> Hero adventure. Uh, the protagonist is a 13 year old superhero, but it's written for all ages, really. Uh, so, you know, if you want to, just go ahead and forward uh, your confirmation to us over at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, and I'll slam you out one of those promo codes. And now, on to the news. <laughs> news. Okay, first up, the ratings. Now, uh, unfortunately, I have some bad news here. It really pains me to say this, but after all of the ratings were in and everything, which, you know, since we have our new Tuesday uh, recording nights, we always get the final ratings, which ah, I thought they were going to be better. Unfortunately, Once Upon a Time is up 11% in adults 18 to 49 to tie its top rating ever since October. (laughs) Ever since October. Yeah. So really, really good. And I was being completely facetious there at the beginning. But if you you want to take a look at it in more detail, and I guess ABC was the network to beat this week Mm because all of their shows did really good. I I pulled a story specifically talking about that. Uh, The links are available in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook at Mm gmail.com. Or no, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. The gmail.com. So you At our website, gmail.com. Go to the websites. <laughs> click on the link. 
And uh, something else we have up there, if you didn't catch it, I believe it was like last Monday or Tuesday, they dropped a new right, Good Morning. Right, and we, we aired next, last Tuesday, so yeah, that's but why we, I think we talked last about Last week it. was the Wicked Witch Watch. Uh, we I were, don't think it was. We might have talked about this last week. <laughs> if not, and you missed it, you should still go watch it. Uh, greetings from Story or uh, Good Morning Storybrooke segment, uh, where they talk to Charming and uh, Snow and Hook and Belle, all about the flying monkey ec- epidemic that uh, is plaguing Storybrooke right now. And really, really sharp, funny stuff. I almost wonder if they have like a comedian, some sort of comedian or comedy writer coming in and well, writing probably since for them. the Good Morning Storybrooke stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it is, it's just really strong comedic stuff like. Uh, like I, they mentioned Little John at one point and Belle goes, it's ironic. Oh, it was Wicked Witch Watch. Yeah. So so uh, really good stuff. Uh, so check uh, greetingsfromstorybrook.com for that link. And, uh, I hate the- when he's right, by the way. <laughs> well, you hate a lot. Uh, <laughs> no. And finally, we have the promo from for Let's- next week's episode, um, which is uh, the Jolly Roger Hook-centric episode. I'm excited for this. Definitely. <gasps> definitely. <gasps> Uh, basically, I think we're going to find out what happened to Hook in the lost year. I'm excited to find out about the lost mm-hmm. year from anybody, really, because yeah. all we've gotten really is a couple months. Mm-hmm. And we we also get the return of Ariel. It looks like and in I, flashback. Mm-hmm. And I well, actually, I believe Ariel's supposed to be in the present. Oh, because I guess uh, well, this is pretty spoiler. So skip ahead thirty seconds or so if you don't want to hear it. Uh, but basically, uh, from what I read in the press release today, mm-hmm. she comes and asks Cook to help her because Eric never made it back with the rest of the cursed people. Weird. So she wants him to help find Eric. Which is like her main motivation in every, everything. everything she's appeared in so far. But I also see uh, Smee on the ship here in the promo. So I'm wondering if he got transformed back from a mouse when they oh, went back. No, but, that was a flashback. There's some flashback. I don't know. I don't know. This looks a little know, missing was, year to me. See, but there's the lady in the the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. But that that could be that could definitely be a. Well, well, wait a second. That might be Mila, actually. Is it Mila? I could, it might be. Tell. I can't tell either. It's uh, it, it should be a humdane or an episode, though. I hear we'll also we're also going to be getting an appearance by a, another famous pirate, uh, Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Yes, which which will be a lot, a lot, a lot of a fun. Lot, a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, like a billion times, you can get all those <laughs> those uh, links at greetingsfromstorybrook.com in the post for this week's episode. Uh, now we'll go ahead and move on to listener feedback. As always, when you finish watching the episode, dash, dash, skip, dash, gallop, dash to your computer. and uh, like a crab. Send us some feedback at, uh, you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can tweet us at GF Storybrook. The Facebook, uh, which is always a lot of discussion over there, it's, it's been really busy over there lately. Probably mm-hmm. like... Two, two or three main posts a day and then several sub comments under all of them. Like, yep. if you want to talk to us and the people you hear in the listener comments section, that's, that's as where close we're to a forum out. as we're going to get. Yeah, for now, anyway. Yeah, uh, this is close to a forum. Yeah, prob- probably ever. Let's not even. Forums are like a, uh, 
a honeycomb of spam bees and I don't want to be anywhere near there because I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> but it's at facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke and our voicemail number, which we always love voicemails, 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And now some people who utilized our voicemails. Exactly. Uh, four, in fact, which is uh, pretty high for voicemails. But I will go ahead and get started with Hope. Take it away, Hope. Hey guys, it's Hope. I'm going to surprise you by saying I'm kind of okay that Walsh is the wizard. As you guys know, well-being loss has been my number one once theory for two years. But over the last few weeks, I could see it wasn't going to happen. So my second theory for for uh, for Oz was I really don't really care who it is as long as it's not Rumple. I don't mind character stacking, but Rumple was the cliche and expected choice. It gave more depth to Walsh, though I hate that Emma always dated a monkey. But now it raises questions about Victor. If Pan's curse sent them back to their home worlds and Selena's curse affected only the intent of Forest, why is Victor in Storybrooke at all then if he's not Oz? Does he even really have a role in the show anymore? On Tumblr, there's a really big, growing negative thought that the writers don't care about the original minor characters anymore. It's kind of scary because they want to exchange them for the shiny new characters of the week instead of developing the rich cast that they've always had from the beginning. I wrote a small blog about it, and I will email it to you guys. But to wrap this up, Victor will always be my wizard. Like, I will live in fanfic land for this one. I really don't care that Walsh is the canon wizard. Victor will always be my personal wizard. Thanks, you guys. Okay, you can cut this part out, but I just watched Wonderland, and oh my god, it was so good. I was away all weekend at a con, and all weekend I was like, I can't get on Tumblr or Twitter, and it was I just really want to watch Wonderland. And I finally watched it, and it was so good. Oh my god, guys, it was so good. I really can't wait to listen to your episode to hear what you guys say, but I'm actually really upset that Wonderland is over, because I'm enjoying it more than the real show. Okay, sorry, I just had a gush about that, because I literally just finished it like 20 minutes ago, and I've been freaking out. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Okay, Hope. We're Bad obviously news. not cutting it. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't cut that at all because it was just too precious. We loved it. I uh, love your character switch, by uh, the way. You're like, I've got this all composed. I may have written it out and have a script and rehearsed. <laughs> but oh my gosh, Wonderland! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Uh, uh, no, awesome, awesome <laughs> stuff. I, I was actually pretty surprised that she was like, oh, I'm okay with Walsh. Uh, because right. she, I, but now she has her own private wizard, so I yes. don't know where to go with that. Uh, we should probably just leave the, those two alone. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we'll leave them alone in Tumblr land. Yeah, but uh, your point about Victor uh, being transported back uh, from this curse leads. Uh, I mean, it begs the question: Why? Why was Victor there in the first curse? We never got a clear answer to that either. Right. He could have actually just been in realm. the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, for whatever the curse. reason. Also, um, okay, let's just, you know, beat the dead horse. But where is um, Aurora and Philip? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And especially and what considering- about their baby? And, you know, we can't do anything. We have to help and blah, blah, blah. Well, I was going to say, especially considering their betrayal uh, one right. year. We haven't actually got any more, like, I don't think we've got one year ago flashbacks in a couple episodes, have we, since the tower? Um, None of, well, maybe. None of any significance anyway. Right, yeah, let's, let's go with that. Except that, you know, last week Neil died and there was flashbacks with that. Oh, yeah, they were, they there were... There was kind of some significant... We got, we got Bell and Neil's mission, but not, not the main cast and the main conflict. Right, because Bell and Neil aren't main cast. Anyway, let's move on to... Ba- Who Bobby cares from- about Bell and Neil? 
Bobby from Kneels Bradenton. in the ground, just let him go. <gasps> oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Don't send me hate mail. Bobby from Bradenton, <laughs> save me from this awkwardness. Greetings, Bill and Anne-Marie. Bobby from Bradenton here. I was really hoping you guys were right about Selena. The fact that everyone is related has become a bit of a joke. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Hook and Emma were cousins or something. My theory is that Cora was pregnant when she took her heart out and left Rumpel. We'll probably get that scene when Rose McGowan guests later in the season. They did a pretty good job with the Wizard's Castle, but every time they visit other realms, it's just more woods. It took me a minute to even realize that Selina was in Oz and not the Enchanted Forest, or Wonderland for that matter. All that said, this was definitely Regina's episode. I like how, even though she is fighting for the right side now, she still has a bit of an edge. The chemistry between her and Robin is great, and that moment they shared with the letter showed that Regina can let down her guard if it's for the right person. It was good to see Regina take Tink's advice and give Robin her heart, quite literally. And now we know that Zelina wants to change the past. Didn't we just try that in Wonderland? So why does she need Snow's baby? Huh. Anyway, I'm glad that the back half seems to be moving along at a quicker pace. And relative issues aside, I still give this episode 12 of 17 flying monkey feathers. Thanks, Bobby. Thank and you, Bobby. You cousins. Kissing cousins. Yeah. I, uh, one, one thing I will say, though, is that many, many fairy tale stories, uh, they're based in the woods. They are, there's even the Sondheim musical Into the Woods. It's, it's <laughs> Into a, the Woods. It's a fairly common motif, so I'm, I wasn't too bothered about it. I... Yeah, I and you know, like you were saying, I, I I'm kind of waiting for the episode where they reveal that everybody is related to everybody. Like I mean, everybody's much everybody's there, brother or sister. I it's bound to happen at this point. Like that's actually, and I know, and I'll specifically mention at Burn Notice Fifty Six on Twitter oh, has goodness. been getting on me for weeks, saying because I, I I said, well, maybe the whole sisters thing is a fake out. And as soon as they revealed it on the episode, like three tweets, boom, boom, boom. Uh, what, what do you think now, Bill? What do you think now, Bill? I, I humbly concede to you at Burn Notice 56. And you were right. I was wrong. My last two words were par- party on. All right. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Next up, uh, we have uh, – and, and she joined us a couple weekends ago on our Wonderland podcast. When Dawn. we had to redo it. Yeah, exactly. So we've already done p- two podcasts with her. Only one released. Uh, Dawn <laughs> Ower. Yeah, I think I said that completely wrong, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Dawn, take it away. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Dawn War. How are you? I just watched um, Once Upon a Time, and I thought I'd call. I don't even know what I think I'm trying to say, but I felt like I had to call. But, uh, how so much stuff happened. I think that's like, I mean, and I missed the beginning and so much stuff happened, and I know I missed something important at the beginning. And the the, the Regina gave her heart to Robin and the red gloves versus green gloves and that was awesome wasn't it awesome um, I don't know if I'm actually making any point at all but I felt like I should call oh I loved what they did with Henry I felt like all those people who quit podcasting and you know complained about the death of Bellfire like like it was like I'm never watching again you know they're cheating themselves out of out of experiencing the full story because it's clearly they're going somewhere with it. This hook with Henry talking about how, you know, it's a uh, parallels when he found Belfire. Oh, it's awesome. This is awesome. I love this show. All right. Thanks. Bye. Uh, thank you very much, thank Don. You, Don. And uh, quit podcasting. I didn't hear about anybody. Do not engage. <laughs> 
Quitting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, thank you very much. And yeah, I believe Dawn's going to try and join us for a hangout on a Saturday. Dawn, I enjoy your hyper energy BT dubs. Definitely. Because that's how I speak. Definitely. And, and on a regular basis. We, we'll be talking, I think we'll be talking to her on Saturday. And if nothing else, we'll definitely have to have her back on the podcast sometime. Totally. She was really good. Okay. And uh, we'll wrap it up with a voicemail from Woo. Hey, AMD. Hey, Meeks. Just watch It's Not Easy Being Green. I really enjoyed the backstory of Zelina's character. Love that it was confirmed that Zelina and Regina are half-sisters. I, I love the reason why Zelina's green. It really shows that her weakness is twofold. Her anger and resentment towards Rumpelstiltskin, but also her envy towards her sister is probably going to be her downfall. I also like that Zelina is giving Regina a new perspective on her life. Just help meeting up with his father again, give Rumpel a new perspective on his life and where his future could go. Love the funeral scene with Neil. I thought Mark Isham did some of the best music he's done on once so far. Loved the interactions between Robin and Regina. And I like that Regina isn't pushing him away like she she once was. Loved the reintroduction of Teak. I get this episode five blue miatas out of seven. Can't wait wait for next week for our Killian Cedric episode. Talk to you guys later. See you next week. Bye. Rip the Miata and Gus Gus. Thank you oh, very much. Miata Lou. and Gus Gus. Okay, well we're already <laughs> running long here, so we're gonna try and book through as many of these letters as we can. Uh, this is all up. Uh, this is all in Anne Marie. All right, ready, set, go. Hey, Bill and Anne Marie. While this episode wasn't as good, as this is from Sage of Earth, by the way. Sorry, I was getting ahead. there. Okay. I was at the bottom. Uh, last week's episode, I would give this episode 180 out of 200 silver slippers. While I did find that there were a lot of good moments, I think that it could have been better. I enjoyed the beginning where the baby. Wicked Witch performed magic. Totally cool. It actually gave me the urge to start using the hashtag magic baby. Dance um, magic dance. <laughs> which um, I was lucky enough to resist. In general, it did have um, being a little more curious about her childhood, especially if there were more incidents like we saw in the beginning. The other aspect that caught my attention was her relationship with Rumpel. Since their relationship reminds me of the one that was shared with celebrity. Oh, celebrities and their stalkers. Okay. I can see that. Okay. Um, Well, I know there are are theories or comments that she's Rumpel's ex, but I think that she is just a crazy fan stalker. (laughs) Um, It doesn't look like Rumpel was giving her any more attention than he did Regina. There wasn't a lot of sexual tensions that I see coming from Rumpel, so it could be one-sided. At the same time, I I know – Wait, I know things could change with the story progresses. Um, my opinion could change on the subject. The only other moment that I enjoyed in the, was the Rumbell scene, and it actually made me wonder if we will see a kiss of true love between Rumpel and Belle. If um, it is possible for the Wicked Witch could lose him, uh, lose wait, I it, could lose if it, of him. If they, so, is it possible that the Wicked Witch could lose over him? Uh, if, if sorry, the true love's kiss happened. Um, I would like to receive your opinion <clears throat> on this or any other point I have brought up. Sincerely, Sage of Earth. Uh, yeah, but basically, I, I was kind of curious I, about I that as well. But I kind of think, you know, as powerful as true love is, I don't think it's it has it over the Dark One curse. Um, I think it has it over the Dark One curse, but she always seems to know when he – like I think she can sense through the dagger that something's up and she just mm-hmm. like goes back. 
Yeah. Which ruins any happy thing. Okay, next. All right, moving on. I was trying to. Uh, this is from when. Hi, Anne-Marie and Bill. Although I was initially reluctant to see this episode due to the cheesy Wicked West promos, I did watch it. It wasn't that bad except for the one horrible line of Zelina's dialogue. In regards to her plan, she said, this isn't a curse. It's a second chance. Way to twist the knife in grieving Neil Cassidy <laughs> fans, writers. Oh, yeah. Remember Neil's third season poster timeline? It was believe in s- <gasps> second chance. Oh. Oh, oh. Um, the show was really working the bait and switch model, which was also evident with the reveal of Walsh being the wizard after all the hints they dropped about Whale being the character in season two. I hate writing that is underpinned by the need to trick down the audience. A big reason I never watched Lost and once is really doubling down on the technique. I thank you very much for uh, writing in when we, like I, I said, we're running kind of long, yep. so we can't make too many comments, but so we're looking we're forward to, to talking to you on Saturday. And be quiet. And this uh, one's from well, here, Hol- I'll, oh. I'll take Holly from Wisconsin, oh. give you a little break. I mean, I'm okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Holly from Wisconsin. I just saw your post on post on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> your post on Facebook, uh, your post on Facebook, which was, uh, holy carp, write us. Uh, holy crap sums it up. What an episode. Quite a few twists and turns, and wow on the Emerald City Oz sets. Zelina is the is in the running to make what Pan did look almost tame. Rumple sure was right in the uh, in the flashbacks that Zelina's jealousy would not be of use to him. Still, no answer as to who Zelina's father is. Don't think it's Rumple. I wonder if Cora didn't have Zelina before she even had her running with uh, Princess Ava, which set things into motion. Just a theory. I could be wrong on that one. Uh, Walsh being the wizard was a little surprising. Plus, we also know why Rumple was asking Jefferson about the slippers in the episode The Doctor. I didn't read your letter beforehand, Holly. Though I'm still wondering why Regina acted startled when that was mentioned. Did Rumpel tell her something, or did Zelina somehow pay her a visit in a dream? I got some answers to some questions, but we still got a few new questions that need to be answered. Love that Regina knew that Zelina would be after her heart and took it out, and bonus she gave it to Robin for safekeeping. Love the scenes between Hook and Henry. Uh, now I'm really wishing that Henry got his memories back. Can't wait wait to see how all this plays out. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. <clears throat> this one's from Monica Jones. Love your show in the di- on the different points of view. This episode was fantastic. Out of ten great and terrible monkeys, I give this one nine and a tail. Scene one. Okay. Her adopted dad, she just saved your life, dude. And you want to leave her for the wolves? And then later... What did you really think was going to happen after being like that to her for so long? I was really wondering why she didn't kill you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hook's comment, nothing will happen to Emma, was taking Henry um, out really had me thinking foreshadow. I was all, he's finally going to really see something. And wasn't Henry in the diner when Zelina uh, made her showdown demand? No, they had already left. Mm -hmm. Um, But he says nothing about it to Hook. Emma, anyone, that was really the only point I had point i had issue with in this episode and regina left her heart with robin sigh and many little girl squeals <laughs> i didn't appreciate that Will you stop clicking i can't read um i didn't appreciate that was um in front of me uh heart 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 like you Anne marie i have totally gone team regina in the last few episodes um, speaking of teams, Bill, I built Swan Monkey Island. <laughs> the instant Christopher Gorham walked on the screen. I love Augie, Covet Affairs, and then he turned into a flying monkey. Boo. 
Yeah, I believe I, the actor who plays Walsh, yeah. he's been on Covert Affairs and I think Jake 2.0 uh, from a few years back. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and now he's Oz 2. This is too cool. Um, yes, in case you couldn't tell, I just have watched the episode, so I'm still coming down <laughs> off the high. And none of my friends watch the show regularly. Sad face. Uh, looking forward to hearing your show tomorrow, Monica Jones. Uh, thank you, Monica. And yeah, because we're running so long, I'm, I, unfortunately, gonna we're going to have to cut a, f- a few. I, I'll just shout out your name. I'm sorry we didn't make it to your letters this week. <laughs> There's uh, a lot, and you guys are very long-winded lately. <laughs> yeah, we. And, I mean, honestly, we got we got like 30 emails or something this week. It was, it was insane. insane. Uh, but uh, Jasmine, thank you very much for writing in. Uh, Ash, I, I will mention just because she noticed that in the background of one of the shots during the showdown that one of the uh, – uh, background actors had a Doctor Who sc- scarf, scarf on. That's fantastic. And she sent us a screenshot. That'll be up in the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Amy P. and uh, Chris Tipton, Aaron over on Facebook, and a few others that didn't even make it into the doc. Because we already we, knew we had to cut. <laughs> yeah, we had so, so many this week. But don't let that discourage you. I, you know, We can talk about this on Saturday if you'd like. We could. We definitely could. Uh, we could go back and read these. We could. Uh, well, no, I was talking to them, not to you. Yeah, actually, why don't you call? Yeah, yeah, during our call. Call in. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, you Please. know what? You can go to bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout to get a lot more information on that, like we said up at the top of the episode. And as far as next week, uh, when the episode's over, I would say... Uh, quickly jog to your computer <laughs> and you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com you can tweet us at gfstorybrook facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook and the voicemail number as always is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 now Anne-Marie where can people find you online? You can find me on the twitters at amdsimone and I have a happy little blog crunchy crafty and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com there may mm. be a giveaway going on right now just saying and there may be a guest post for me coming up too <gasps> yes that's right yeah yeah i i was gonna do that today then i got kind of hung up with work but yeah. soon but soon 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 okay and uh as for me uh you can find me on twitter at bill meeks my google plus profiles google.com slash plus bill meeks which i would suggest adding me because that's the account that the uh, hangout's happening on on a uh Saturday, April twelfth. Yay! And, uh, Saturday. You can you can catch all my uh, my writing shenanigans over at dogboyadventures.com and all my other shenanigans at meeksmixmedia.com. He's the land of shenanigans. I am basically. Wow, this was a crazy, loopy, fun episode. I really enjoyed it, though. I I liked it. Yeah, it, I liked it. It, it, it. it was good. I I I think that I think I think the the reader feedback. Kind kind of suffered a little bit. I'm sorry about that. But it was just because the main discussion topics were so, so awesome. rich because we loved the episode loved so much. It. So what are you mm. going to do? Would you guys rather sit here and spill haterade? No. No. Nobody you, wants to listen to the haterade. No. Yeah, but I'm really excited about next week's episode. Uh, it's going to be hook centric, which I'm so excited as a for Captain more. Swanner, I, uh, you know, blah blah blah. But that's all over though, isn't it? We're, I don't know. We're all on the good captain ship now, aren't we? No, we're really not. We're not? No. No. I, I mean, I I'm not putting her with a monkey or anything, mm-hmm. but... See, actually, you know what? I, I think I think I would consider Walsh like a decent contender 
for the role he of was a good guy. Emma's bow. Yeah, but he's too twisted now from being a monkey for so many years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he had that really dark look in his eye uh-huh. in the season three. But you know, we're, we're getting we gotta into go. the we gotta go. again. We should go. We're going to see you guys and talk Saturday, to you guys. Hopefully. Saturday, bring it on. Saturday, April 12th, Google+. Plus. It's going to be awesome. Bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout. And thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. I guess until next this time. time. Greetings from Storybrooke. I totally almost said Wonderland. Well, that's over. It's been canceled. It's been canceled? Yes. No. Believe it or not. Believe it or not.